So I will not say BK or Steven uh, because it's not as funny anymore. Um, well, it will be when Steven is back here. But it's me by myself again, uh, another solo podcast. Um, I apologize. Um, I know Steve is uh, oftentimes the comic relief and he, he does bring a wealth of information and I like bouncing ideas and thoughts by him. Uh, but it being holidays, uh, Passover for us Jews, uh, Easter for you Christians, um, Ramadan for those of you that celebrate that, uh, we could not coordinate our calendars again and Steve is out of town and we did not want to leave you without a podcast this week. So you get me all alone again. Uh, hopefully with better audio this time. I know the audio in my last solo podcast sucked. And I apologize for that Wi-Fi where I was recording was uh, spotty at best. But uh, I have my microphone again. I have my ear uh, my earpieces and I am in my office with better Wi-Fi. So hopefully this works a lot better. Um, I want to thank everybody that uh, has been listening, subscribing, and sharing our podcast. Uh, the one I did uh, as a solo podcast, I got a lot positive feedback, so go on you for caressing my ego. Uh, but generally speaking, all of our podcasts, uh, all of our episodes have been doing well, uh, which tells me that you are getting some sort of value out of what we're talking about and the guests we're having and the back and forth between Steve and I. So um, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you to all of you for listening, subscribing, and as I said, sharing. Um, it makes this all worthwhile. Uh, we're not making any money out of this podcast. We are not monetizing anything. We are not taking any sponsors. The only brand we ever promoted is our own, uh, which obviously doesn't pay us anything. So, you know, the only reason we do it really is because we are passionate. Uh, we enjoy the conversations. We enjoy our guests. Um, it may have started as a completely selfish endeavor where we wanted to talk to people but uh based on your feedback you guys are all getting some uh i guess some benefit out of it uh this last podcast that i did on my own uh we i got a lot of feedback from people about how they felt about the old tribe approach and how that resonated and uh you can see the comments on facebook so uh so that is highly appreciated the last one we did about uh, the active shooting incident in nashville uh, we got some good feedback on that and people said they got some good tools that hopefully they can implement. And if you guys are getting value out of this, then it's worth our time. Uh, I'm just going to throw one more piece of information before I go into today's topic. And that is uh, for you guys to be ready for a new uh, studio. So um, actually, we've truly been enjoying this and the feedback's been great. So we decided we're going to take it up a notch. And we uh, finally signed a lease on a new space. We're going to set it up as a studio. So give us a few weeks, but uh, you should be, you should be able to see um, a nicer background, not just my old military uh, vest there that's been hanging since 1997, I think. Um, and, um, you know, better acoustics, better audio, better video. So uh, look forward to that. With that said... Um, I wanted to discuss a topic that may be a little touchy for some, not so touchy for others, certainly isn't for me, um, and that is how much of a narcissistic bastards we are. I think I combined singular and plural there in one sentence, which is poor English, but I will play the foreigner card and say that I didn't know any better. Anyways, um, 
The reason I want to discuss this is because the whole idea of toxic masculinity, how is that affecting society, and how a bunch of men are becoming pussies. Excuse my language, or don't excuse it, I don't care. But the reality is that um, we are bending over backwards to appease other people. Uh, men are spineless, and uh, there's an issue with that. So to give you a little bit of background, actually, um, if you ever have access, and maybe if I get access to it, I'll be able to share it. Uh, but if you ever see my military records from Israel, it actually says that I've been diagnosed as a narcissist. Um, and when you first hear that, you first hear narcissism, right? There, there's a very negative connotation that comes with it. Uh, people automatically think that the person is stuck up, uh, is all for himself, nothing for others, and uh, even to the extent of promoting self on the expense of others, right? And um, and those that know me, uh, I hope would say that that is uh, there's nothing further from the truth. Um, when uh, when it comes to that, um, I give the shirt off my back to a brother, uh, sometimes to a complete stranger, and certainly don't put myself ahead of others. But in my mind, there is a healthy level of narcissism that is not only uh, welcome, it's actually needed. It's required if we want to be savages, right? Be it in the military, as law enforcement, entrepreneurs, as parents, as friends, right? We need a certain level of narcissism. So actually, I, uh, I wrote down, I was trying to find an actual definition of narcissism. And, uh, and if you do a quick Google search, you'll find out that, um, you know, a definition should not have its own word in the definition, but narcissist is defined as someone that suffered from narcissism, which is, wasn't helpful. Um, I went to Wikipedia, always a good source of information, completely valid, and you should never doubt anything you read on Wikipedia. Um, but uh, that wasn't much helpful either. It really went down the psychoanalysis and the mental disorder uh, representation of narcissism. Um, a lot of it has to do with sexual, uh, you know, um, I guess, I don't know how to put it because I don't have Wikipedia open in front of me, but the idea of uh, somebody being very self-absorbed uh, in a sexual manner. Um, so I don't know, my left hand and right hand may or may not agree, um, but that is not a story for now. What I do want to say is that I finally found this, uh, kind of going down a rabbit hole from wearing Miriam Webster's um, webpage to, to others. And essentially what I came up with is narcissism is defined loosely as being self-centered, a person with an, an exaggerated uh, sense of self-importance. And I think that's an important part, right? I think that the idea of, uh, of the self-importance is what I feel is kind of missing because I'll be honest, I certainly believe that there is a healthy level of narcissism, of self-importance that should manifest itself in self-worth, right? Um, so when I found out that I, that it said narcissist on my medical records from the Israeli military, so essentially one of the evaluations you do pre-enlistment is uh, it's a battery of testing. One of them is you actually meet with a counselor and they do aptitude tests and they do um, all kind of other exams and and they try to get a feel for who you are as a person because obviously some personality traits would be better fitting for certain uh, jobs in the military than others and um, 
when I saw narcissist, I'm like, well, you know, why would a special operations or special missions unit take somebody that is categorized or uh, diagnosed, right, as a narcissist? And when I did a little bit more digging, I came to find out that pretty much everybody on my unit did. So in a sense, what I took out of it is the military not only did not see that as a prohibitive factor, it actually saw it as an asset, almost as in a prerequisite in order to serve in those units, right? And I would argue that if you talk to many, if not most, um, operators that you may know, be it American law enforcement and military, Israeli, it doesn't matter. If you get to a certain level, right, talking about tactical teams, SWAT teams, special operations teams, and so forth, right, you're going to find out that most people are, maybe by general society standards, would be self-absorbed to some point, right? They'll have uh, grandois, is that a word? They'll have an inflated, maybe, um, impression of their own self-worth. Now, is that good or bad? Um, if I was Joe Schmo on the street and I'm just walking around telling stories about myself and ignoring everybody else, yeah, probably that's a bad thing. But if I am a driven individual, and again, this does not have to be military or law enforcement, right? This can also be uh, an entrepreneur, as I said. Obviously, business, it's its own set of battles, right? Uh, continuous grind and, and grit needs to be um, presented there, right? So, so only as an entrepreneur, uh, I would argue as a family, uh, as someone that has to present that alpha personality to affect some sense of order in the house with the kids, you know, be able to establish uh, communication paths with a significant other. So that, that requires a certain level of narcissism, right? So there is only uh, a healthy level. And in my, in my mind, the difference between being a healthy narcissist or an asshole comes down to how is that used, right? So narcissism in its positive um, manifestation, in my mind at least, would be um, a sense of capability, a sense of drive, of achievement, right? There's a, self, a sense of self-mastery that needs to be accomplished, right? If I did not believe in myself, if I did not think that I am as good as I am, right, if I had an inferior sense of myself, which is unfortunately what's happening in society nowadays, right, it's that whole idea of that if I am, if I work out, if I, uh, you know, if I look like I can handle myself, right, that is toxic masculinity. And what that causes is men believe that a dad bod, right, me being out of shape is okay, that me not standing up for to protect my wife uh, is is okay, right? And and that's not, right? Call me a chauvinist if you want, but the reality is that I see my role as a protector and I think I'm capable of being a protector. And if that's narcissism, I'm okay with it because the alternative is me seeing my family ruined, my community ruined, right? My profession ruined. Um, so I'm perfectly fine, not only fine, I think I should, and I think you should have that same sense of uh, healthy narcissism, in a sense. You need to know your worth, and you need to inflate that worth a little bit. I don't say blow it out of proportion and pretend to be something you're not or someone you're not, right? But 
you need to inflate it a little bit because it will help you go through hardships, right? Uh, so there is a sense of uh, when we talk about narcissism, when we talk about uh, a sense of self-worth, right? There is that old sense that at the end of the day, I'm going to be my own biggest cheerleader in a sense, right? My own biggest fan. How many of us came across challenges, right? Uh, for me, it's very easy to point at times in the military where it would have been easier, simple for me to quit, right? Uh, the unit I served in was volunteer unit, right? If I did not want to be there, I didn't have to be there. And God knows it was hard enough at times where you second guess yourself, right? And if I did not believe in myself, if I did not tell myself, stop being a pussy, you can do this, you're better than this, right? You, These instructors have nothing on you other than a little bit of seniority, right? If I did not have that approach, I would not have been able to accomplish everything that I did in the military. As an entrepreneur, I see that on a daily basis. We go through ups and downs. I believe all of you have felt to one extent or another the past few years with the way the economy has gone, COVID, being out of work, you know. Um, we all found out that there were challenges and it was very easy to kind of put our hands in the sky and say, I give up and I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go and collect unemployment and call it a day, right? And what keeps us, and I, I would argue very strongly that if you're listening to this podcast, you fall into this bucket, right? But I would argue that if you are a man like me, um, you are, um, you face those challenges with a sense of, I can do that. And if you at any point in your life told yourself, I can do that, that is narcissism, right? Only a narcissist would tell himself, I can do that, right? If you were not a narcissist, arguably, you would say, I give up. I don't have to do it. I can't go to somebody else to help me do it, right? But no, if we tell ourselves that we can do it, that is a healthy level of narcissism. And that is that is an important feature um, or a characteristics that we need to have nowadays as family members, right? I had some comments from listeners saying that uh, that they are family members and some of, the, some of the comments that we made and some of the uh, tidbits that we threw out there, uh, I've been helping them. So I, I want to give you this one too. You need to be a little bit of a narcissist to run your family, just like running any other team, right? If you're running... Um, a business a unit in your division, if you're running a military team, if you're running a SWAT team, if you're running a sports team, it doesn't matter, right? Your family is the same thing. There are people that need to know that they can listen to you, that they should listen to you. And for that to happen, you need to come across as someone with authority, right? And how do you present authority without having a certain level of narcissism? Why should anybody listen to you? What do you know? What do you bring to the table? And in order for you to explain that is, I know this, or I bring to the table that, right? That is narcissism. That is, I know more than you. I have more experience than you. I am better than you. And I know it sounds a little bit wrong to say it that way, but ultimately that is exactly what we're doing, right? So being a narcissist is not always a bad thing, right? Now, at what point does that become wrong? Right. When you believe that your level of narcissism, right, or your self image of yourself, right, um, is superior 
to what to the point where they affect other people's well-being that is uh possibly an excess level of narcissism right i have no right to go and affect my will on somebody else if they are unwilling to take it right so in my family that's easy my kids are going to do what i tell them whether they want to or not right but if i was in my military unit or even as my business right if i come and i want you to do something and you don't want to do it then you have the right to quit and leave and go somewhere else right if i want to retain you i need to reassess am i really better than you or to what extent am i better than you right to make you understand my point so as a business owner i'll be the first one to say i don't know everything right and that's a healthy level of narcissism i know what i know and what i know i probably know better than you but i also know what i don't know and in that sense i am dependent on my team to be a support system and help me accomplish my goal right um think of it as indirect resources right so i'm going to get into uh leadership uh rules of leadership in a future uh podcast but one of the things i always discuss is what are indirect resources right i um i have finite resources be it capital being equipment whatever it is right but one indirect resource i have is my staff and what networks they bring into the table or what skills they bring onto the table right so if i don't know everything but i know that one of my employees does have that answer right that's essentially tells me i have the answer now right that's an indirect resource now narcissism allows me to go and ask for that right i need that employee to know listen i am the boss that's me being full of myself right in a positive manner i'm the boss that give me your answer because i also know what i don't know and that is where that balance that healthy level kind of comes into play so you need to self check every so often and make sure that you are you know you are you know your worth you assert that worth right but you also know where to draw the line and where to not cross into the realm of just being a complete obnoxious individual that pretends to be or know or do something they haven't or cannot so that is strictly up to you but next time you walk around and you tell yourself i can do that okay because there's a challenge you're facing no that's good that's healthy that is good narcissism having a sense I'll give you an example I am not the, the strongest bench presser. I'm going to use that as an example. I don't know why, but I'm going to use that one, right? Um, there are certainly people that I work with that are stronger than me, Steve being one of them, right? And um, But I'm going to tell them, I'm like, I'm going to press as much weight as you do. Is that being a little bit cocky, a little bit narcissist? Yeah, 100% because I'm not there yet. But it pushes me to get there. And that is also positive. If you use that self-talk to uh, as fuel, to drive you to where you need to get that is healthy as well. So again, um I am a narcissist. My name is BK and I'm a narcissist. <laughs> um but that is uh 100% correct and um I'll throw one more thing out there actually before I leave and that is more for your significant others. There is a specific way to deal with narcissists, right? Um and that is important for your significant others to know um 
there's an element of caressing ego to support that narcissism, uh, but keep it in check, right? And what I'm saying by that is if you do not feel appreciated in your relationship, right, and you're a narcissist because you're listening to this podcast and you probably know what you're worth, but your ego is not caressed to a certain extent. Nobody supports you. Nobody backs you up. You want to start a business. You want to run a marathon. You want to, um, I don't know, you want to become that SWAT officer because you're now on patrol, but your significant other tells you you can't. Or even if they don't tell you you can't, they just don't do anything to encourage you, right? Um, that is going to be an issue for a narcissist. That's going to be a big blow to the ego. And, uh, over time, that's going to create a lot of pressure and tension in the relationship uh, where it probably is going to uh, end up falling apart. So something for you to know when you're dealing with others, uh, whether you're dealing with a narcissist or you're a narcissist and having someone deal with you, um, understand the importance of knowing it in order to better handle that relationship. So a little bit shorter than usual, but I'm going to leave you at that because there's only so much you can talk about narcissism. Hopefully you got something out of it. Uh, I hope you are all narcissists. Uh, if you're friends of mine, you, uh, you certainly are. Um, all of my friends think they're, they're shit and most of them are. And that's why I love them. So until next time.